you don't pass on a guy like Najee Harris if he's there. Like, they're going to be pissed later on if they do. Welcome to the Married to Football podcast, the super fan take football today. Like, you think of it like this. First round pick, they pick at 24. If Justin Fields is there, you take Justin Fields. If Justin Fields isn't there, I think they should take Najee Harris. If Najee Harris isn't there, then you got to, you know, they know what they're doing. They know who they're going to pick. You know, they have probably a lineup of guys they're going through. This is the, the least, uh, well, maybe last year too, but I'd say especially now, I have really not paid attention at all to, like, the quarterbacks just because, I mean, I know about Justin Fields. I know about Trevor Lawrence. I know about uh, Zach Wilson. Matt and Jones. I know about the, yeah. Yeah, I go to the, Matt from Alabama. But other than that, oh, and then the guy from uh, North Dakota or whatever. And but other than that, I don't really know anything about quarterbacks in the draft. Mm-hmm. And I expect, I actually think that all of those quarterbacks I think they're all going to go in the first round. So I think if the Steelers want one of those guys, they mm-hmm. have to use a first-round pick. And I think outside of that, I mean, and if you're not, like, super sold on – like, if you don't want Mac Jones at uh, 24, wherever they're picking, then don't even bother drafting a quarterback and wait till next year. Yeah, And then exactly. just draft the best player available. Yeah, because I was thinking about it. I was like, okay – if any of those quarterbacks aren't there at 24, which I don't think there there will be, in my opinion. I mean, maybe. Maybe we'll get lucky. But most likely, probably not. And I really think that they should take Najee Harris. Like, I've been big on him. I think the running back is – I know a lot of people are like, oh, but the line. Oh, but the line. That's all I hear. The line. The line. And I'm like, I don't care. You can figure out the line. We still have a lot of good guys. And I feel like you don't pass on a guy like Najee Harris if he's there. Like, they're going to be pissed later on if they do. The Well, here's the thing about that, though, is that running backs aren't valued as high as some other positions. Yeah, I know. So I've seen mock drafts where Najee Harris is, you know, going in the second round. Um, I feel like you know, the I've odds of that things- happening is, like, slim, though. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Nick Chubb went in the second round. Yeah, true. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, we'll see. I mean, he there was a lot more hype about him during the season last year, and it's kind of cooled off a little bit. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I've, I've only read and heard great things about him so far. So, you know, I actually am hoping the Steelers don't draft him because I don't want the Browns to have to play against him. But uh, I guess if I had to pick – whether I want Justin Fields or Najee Harris to end up there, I guess I would pick Najee Harris. Um, it's going to be so, man, it's going to be so difficult because, you know, I got accustomed to really rooting for Justin Fields. And then if he ends up with the Steelers, that's just going to be so difficult. You know? Yeah, I know. I know I know. fans that are – most Ohio State fans, I feel like, are Browns fans probably. So, um, Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of Steelers fans that are Ohio State fans too, actually. I know, 
uh, off the top of my head, all the Steelers fans, and I can't believe how many Steelers fans I know up here, um, they're they're as popular as the Lions or the Browns here, I would say. Oh. But, uh, um, yeah, every that I can think of, every Steelers fan I know is also an Ohio State fan. Oh. So. Hold on, let me call Dale. Dale was putting groceries away. Hello? Hi. How was your grocery run? I, I didn't go on the run. Oh, uh, Nellie brought away. them home. I was just, yeah, I just helped put them away. Oh. Oh, Dale, you missed out on one of those, the most enjoyable experiences of life. I am? Going to the grocery store. I mean, it's like, I don't know, that's, that's, I look forward to that. I get dolled up to go to the grocery store. You get dolled up. Why? I don't know. Because I, well, I don't go anywhere else. Really? Oh. I mean, I don't go out to dinner. I don't go to the movies or anything like that because of COVID. So yeah. it's like the only place I go okay. out other than work in the gas station, usually. You should go one day in like store. a full on like suit to the grocery store. I, a suit? <laughs> I guess I'm already getting my fill of going out places, going to to work and such that I didn't feel the need to get dolled up to go to the grocery store. I honestly always had a <laughs> dream, guys. I've always wanted to go to the grocery store on like a full, like crazy, like glam outfit. I think that would be so cool for a photo shoot, like in the aisle, like in the milk aisle, wearing like a full gown. Wouldn't that be fun? Uh, Promers do that shit all the time. Oh, they do? Like you? Oh, hell yeah. We did, uh, who was it? Somebody, I forget who I went to the dance with, but I know we we did that on purpose. We went to a fucking I I feel store. like a hundred percent sure that if I ever did that, that definitely some like catastrophe would happen where you know an entire bottle. Of, well, yeah, or like an entire bottle of ketchup would spontaneously explode on the shelf onto oh me and my suit. Yeah, I wanted to always do that, though. I thought it would be fun doing, like, a crazy shoot in, like, the grocery store, like, amongst the Yeah, but you, aisles. you and, well, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to speak for Eric, but, I mean, I get the feeling that you enjoy getting dressed up. I do. And I don't know about everybody else, but I do I do not enjoy that process. I mean, it, it's, there's there are some things that are nice about that, but it's not something I would want to do all the time. See, I have two versions of myself i either have my ultra glam like over the top looks or i am in sweatpants and pajamas 24 7 like i don't have an in-between um so what do you guys think about the browns uh having jadavi and clowny there for the visit <laughs> eh, you're, eh. yeah it all depends on what they do and if that's the way they go, what the what the pay is? Yeah, you know, if they're paying them twenty million, then it's terrible. If they pay them one million, it's not too bad. Yeah, <laughs> right. But they're looking for a deal. Thing. Yeah. Well, and honestly, you know, he they brought him in last year. He was kind of a dick about it, and uh, took less money to go to play in Tennessee. So, mm-hmm. if I'm the Browns, I honestly I offer. You know, he's 
he missed half of last season or roughly half, I think with injuries. Yeah. I offer him the same or a little bit less than what I offered him last year, you know? Yeah. And if you don't want oh. it, then the hell with you. Yeah. Oh, Dale. No, he's not getting anywhere near that. Like okay. we're talking, we're talking much lower. Like it's going to be more like probably above what they're giving Tack McKinley, mm-hmm. but not by much. You know, we're talking maybe I would expect one year, eight, eight to 10 million at most, maybe less than that. Yeah. Um, but here's as, the long, as long so, as they don't roll out the red carpet for him, they're like, look, this is a destination. If you want to play here, this is what we can give you. If not, you know, there's the door. Yeah. If, if what I read today is accurate, that I, I read on a, a, a reputable sports site, uh, if I read is accurate, Clowney came into Cleveland this time. Last time the Browns were interested, there was a lot of communication that he never actually visited Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, Jagan Clowney has never taken a free agent visit anyway. Oh. He's let his agent just figure all that shit out on his own, and then he just shows up to like take a physical. But like he doesn't really go to you until he's like ready to sign. So he did go to the Browns first first free agent visit anywhere ever, but somehow did not sign. I think the Browns are just checking him out and seeing if they're interested, and now they'll wait to see what the market is for him. Because if nobody else offers on him, no one else is willing to meet his price. They could get a pretty fair deal. I yeah. expect it would only be a one-year deal because the Browns have all those extensions to yeah. make. You know, this this the next offseason, but he would fit in very well. Uh, they need depth at, at edge anyway. Um, yeah, they they have to add at least one or two more edge rushers, whether it be through free agency or the draft. And you know, it it would be a luxury to have Clowney. I'm not convinced he's best person out there i think if you i think if you add no he's definitely not draft, you I, I i question depending on who you want in the draft and here's that's the thing is you might have to make this decision before the draft but if you could somehow wait till after the draft before you try to scoop up any more uh defensive players you could get a couple of more pieces in the draft at a very good price and then have control like you know multiple year control over them at a, at a much more palpable figure than what you're going to get in free agency. Uh, Clowney's not going to get two years, 16.6 million in nah. guarantee. He's not, he, he shouldn't get half of that. Um, and, and a one year deal is what's going to be best for him and best for Cleveland. Um, because right now it's an opportunistic thing. You have to strike while the iron is hot. Um, the Browns could win the Super Bowl next year. They could also flame out. I mean, both are possible, and it's also possible that they're really good this year, and in two years, they're bad. Um, the fortunes change that quickly, so you've you got to do all you can to win now. And I, I agree with Eric that the, the best scenario is if some of the guys, uh, in terms of depth on that defensive line, are still available after the draft. Uh, because there's a lot of talent in the draft they can add. You know, we talked about, I, I talked about my, my love for the linebacker from Georgia. Yeah. Um, now, how do you say his name? Aziz Ojulari? Uh, Aziz Ojulari. Okay. I want to make sure I said it right. Um, you know, I have seen, though, 
a lot of people speculating that the Browns are interested in him, want to take him. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it is a possibility that they take him. Yeah, I think the, the one constant seems to be that the Browns are going to go defense mm-hmm. with that first-round pick. Exactly who they get. I mean, I've seen uh, I've seen Greg Russo from Miami. Uh, I have seen Quiddy Pay from Michigan going there. I have seen Aziz Ojolari. Uh, the only the only consistent thing is that it's most likely going to be someone that plays defense. Yeah. And most likely the line. I've seen a couple of stories where they've had them looking at corners and safeties, but it's predominantly been linebackers, edge rushers, and interior linemen. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody else you think that like they would reach for, or you think that's pretty spot on? Uh, reach for? I'm not sure there's... Because they're pretty set. The Browns are pretty set um, on offense. Yeah. I'm not sure there's anybody that is... I mean, I guess there's gotten, like, maybe if Micah Parsons fell. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he hasn't played football for two years because he opted out at Penn State, but he's projected to be potentially top 10 or Patrick Sertain uh, Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the only two guys, as far as defenders are concerned. I mean, I suppose that if for some bizarre reason, you know, another player that was a top 10 talent fell all the way to them, they would make that move. But those are the only defenders I could think of that they might consider trading up a little bit for. Okay. Eric. I don't know. What do you think, Eric? Yeah, Eric, what do you think? Uh, I think they should draft that linebacker out of Tulsa. And a lot of people are saying that. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so Zavin, Zavin Collins. Zavin Collins. That's right. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, they, a lot of people are really high on that guy. I think he would be a, uh, a piece you can move around that defense. I'm really getting excited about the Browns defense and what mm-hmm. they could do. I don't, I don't necessarily go super heavy on defense. In fact, the way the Browns are doing free agency, they're almost getting to the point where they can draft who, whoever they want anywhere. They can just draft yeah. the best player available at every position. And I, this is nothing against Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. but, but I would love if the Browns would draft a quarterback in the middle round that is someone they could develop as a backup behind him. Because I don't know. What I've seen out of Case Keenum, the, the brief times he's been in there, is that he's not he's not going to go. If, if something should happen to Baker, I don't want Case Keenum behind the wheel. I, I feel like he could be better than that. And I think maybe the draft would be the way, way to go. Maybe a more unheralded quarterback falls somewhere into the, you know, fourth or fifth round. Okay. Scoop him up, roll with three for a while. And then if anything should happen to Baker, you have an option other than Case Keenum. Okay. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I think the Browns are pretty set at all of the starting positions on offense. Mm-hmm. There isn't anybody you're going to find in the draft that's really going to add to that. Maybe a receiver if you decide you want to shake up the receiver room a little bit. Yeah. But all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read to you five quarterbacks that are projected to go in the middle rounds. Okay. You tell me which one you would prefer. Okay. Uh, Kyle Trask. Is the Florida quarterback? Mm-hmm. Uh, if it if it matters, six foot five, two hundred thirty nine pounds. Okay. 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 Uh, Kellen Mond, Texas A and M. Okay. 
six foot four, two hundred and twenty five pounds. Davis Mills, Stanford, six foot four, two hundred and fourteen pounds. Jamie Newman, Wake Forest, six foot four, two hundred and thirty pounds. And Felipe Franks, Arkansas, after first being at uh, Florida, I believe, uh, six foot five, two hundred and twenty seven pounds. Hmm. And those are the sixth through tenth ranked quarterbacks going into this this draft. There's other guys like Sam Ellinger from Texas that are further down, but those are the those are the quarterbacks projected to go second round through through four to five. Okay. So Ian Book is well, in there, but I wouldn't touch him. It can't be Ellinger because him and Baker Mansfield have beef. So <laughs> they have beef, or, or maybe it should be. I don't know. Uh, we can't do that. Uh, I don't know. I like, I would do either the guy out of Stanford or the guy out of Florida. Probably. Yeah. I've heard good Florida things about that guy. Probably be Trask. my first choice. Yeah, I've heard good things about him. I like Trask. Depending on how they wanted him, they'd have to do. They'd have to use the second round pick. I think. I don't think he'll fall to the third. Yeah. Can I get the Stanford kid in the third? You think? Seems a it. Yeah, seems a lot more likely okay. that you would be able to do that than Trask. Okay, because I don't really think I want to use a second on any of those guys, but uh, unless it's trash. Um, yeah. Okay, so here's my Browns draft that I that I like to see: Zayvon Collins as the the first round pick. Whoever the best defensive player on the board is with their second round pick, best quarterback available. No. Okay. Uh, best player available, third round pick. And then if it wasn't a quarterback in the fourth round, I'd go quarterback. doesn't mean you're not going to re-sign Baker Mayfield. It just means we have a backup plan. Or if he decides he wants to sit out and force a trade to the Jets or something stupid like that, then we have something to fall back on. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the Married to Football podcast. Don't forget to rate our show, and don't forget to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And you can check us out at MTFB podcast on Twitter. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everyone. Cheers.